Rebels, I am Erin Patton, metaphysical master in a millennial age, and it is my life's purpose to guide you and organizations along an enlightened path. So I invite you to sit comfortably and tune in as I welcome you to the Meta Business Millennial, where we get the real conversations you won't get in the boardroom so that we understand this is exactly the path we need to be on in order to grow, evolve, and thrive. Greetings, everyone. Welcome to the Meta Business Millennial. I am Erin Patton, also known as Master L, and I am here with Master of the Universe, Maximus Light. And I know Max because I started working with him earlier this year as in a mentor capacity. He was my mentor and also his partner, Jasmine, who y'all heard a few episodes ago, they work together in divine union and supporting others with understanding how to bring their own selves into divine union. And I have to say that this man has taken me light years from where I used to be. And I'm not going to get into all the details, but definitely when I met Maximus, I was in a space, very tricky space in my relationship with my family, and I really was feeling stuck. And I know I'm doing all this healing work, I'm doing all this growing, but yes, we healers can sometimes get stuck too. And he really allowed that space and that grace for me to grow, to learn. And I am forever grateful to him and Jasmine. And I still work with them to this day on creating that space for me to grow and thrive. What I always say about the work that we do is about growing and thriving. And like I said, I'm not going to get into the details of what he does because I'm going to allow him to say that himself. So without further ado, Max, welcome to the Meta Business Millennial. Wow. I feel so honored to be here, to be perfectly honest. And I don't feel like it's a moment here. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like it's a moment. It feels a little bit surreal in some ways for some reason. But yeah, I'm very happy to be here with you. And it's been such a pleasure working with you, Erin. I don't know what you want to get into today. I'm, I'm sure I could find out areas we could dive into. But why don't you tell me a little bit, what do you know about your audience? So I would love for us to orient this conversation to people who are seekers, people who are on a path of spirituality, and many of them are coming into it maybe new and also coming into it wanting to potentially be healers themselves and or see a path for that for themselves. And that's really who I orienting this work towards is how can we really create business around metaphysics, business around spirituality, whether it be, you know, something that could be even as what you would think would be as mundane as accounting. There is spirituality in numbers. Absolutely. <laughs> so, you know, I really We've covered talking- that too, actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've gotten into and- some numbers for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yes, okay. so that's who we're speaking to are people who are our seekers, who are on our business folks, either entrepreneurs or in a corporate space and wanting to integrate spirituality and metaphysics more intentionally into their lives. And generally how we start, I love to just ask you to tell us about your life, because I think that people believe that they have to be born into some sort of shamanic tribe and, you know, gone through the rituals mm-hmm. of manhood or, you know, womanhood. We have all these like grandiose ideas. can't about- hurt, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Most of us amazing. like me have not gone through those things, of course. It's, yeah. it's not, we don't so, have that yeah. in our culture. Yeah. 
Well, I've got a very interesting story. It kind of, I love my story and it really only begins three years ago. Before that, I grew up kind of middle class in the United States. I went to go to a private school as in high school. I did go to college. I studied music. I was fortunate enough to start playing the violin when I was three. And some of those things obviously must have influenced basic parts. In other regards, they have almost nothing to do with what I do now. A few years ago, what sets the stage for the work that I do now ultimately is what happened to me a few years ago when I found out that I was a beyond a sudden master. So uh, many people don't know that there is an, a hierarchy and order to the universe and also to the leveling system for you can achieve. It's, it is like a game, funny enough. Like if you're in a game and you're trying to level up and uprank, well, actually the universe has that also, except that's it's obviously way bigger in nature. And I mean, if you think about it, we know about angels. Most people are familiar with angels, right? They have angels. And then there's some people are familiar with like ascended masters, but it's not really like a lot of super known technical information about it. And it's not really important to know a lot of that. And it's not my teachings are very centered around actually being here. Yeah. And actually, it is the actual being here that promotes your evolution. Actually, you could have an angel that's incarnated, a moderately ranked up person, soul, right? But if they're in denial of everything that's here, they're not taking the lessons, they're not moving forward. And you find a lot of like channels and a lot of people who do spiritual work and they haven't taken care of their body or they aren't taking care of their daily life. They're not taking care of their finances. They're not taking care of other things. So it's actually funny and also interesting. Like there's a lot of funny stuff in the universe, okay? But, <laughs> and it's a healthy view to have. And it's one of the main parts in the business world that is, very tragically lost. If we don't have kind of a, an entertaining kind of a view, it's like you're going to run into lots of problems. First of all, every marketing, all the good marketing campaigns are built around an interesting view on things. All the Geico commercials. We like watching a Geico commercial. So you see the lizard, what is he going to do next? It's funny. It's interesting. Okay. And so from a practical standpoint, as well as strategic standpoint, having an interested view in life is very healthy. Okay. And so that sets the stage for the very diverse angles and approaches that I teach. My kind of angle here for what I teach people is that I invest in the world at mentoring new earth leaders with harmonic consciousness for co-creating heaven on earth. And yes. you, Aaron, are for sure in that category, hardcore. Okay. You are a new earth leader and also it is a feminine led movement. So most of my students are women, just by default of the age that we're in. And and I will work with men, obviously, I have no problem working with men, but there are sometimes problems because most guys want to be, especially if they're in business, they want to be the leader, but they don't have actually a healthy enough relationship with the feminine to actually adopt a feminine role because you will be in a feminine role in relationship to me because I will be yes. the leader and the teacher. Okay. And that's not mm -hmm. putting down. So there is a healing that men have to actually go through. And I, I provide if they can get there, but they actually have to learn how to have that softness with themselves, have a healthy relationship with the feminine and within themselves. And these pieces got to kind of actually work. They actually have to be functional. Like if you're trying to be a leader simply for the sake of being a leader, 
you're going to lose in this new age. Like you're just, it's not going to work out. Sorry. I love you. It's not going to work out because it's built out of functionality. It's not built yeah. out of ego. If you have the skill sets and you can actually bring goodness, health, happiness, nourishment at some level, there's a lot, a wide range of things you could do. If you can bring some sort of value at those levels, you will be a leader in those areas. We're not always leader. I'm not always a leader. Sometimes my girlfriend is the leader and that's okay. You know what I'm saying? But overall, the because I am the masculine in our relationship overall, if she runs into an area where I see that it's kind of getting out of hand and it's going to cause harm to her or to both of us, then I have to step in. So that turns yeah. into the lessons of the right relationship with the feminine. Okay. Yes. As men, how do we take care of our woman? Period. How do we take care of her? Like, right? We've had so many conversations about this stuff, but you're not the recipient of that in your life. You're not recipient of that total healthy masculine. You know, and when we're talking about, we're talking about the removal of punishment. We're talking about removal of violence from being. And then we open up questions. How do we motivate? Yes. So most women are typically in that of wanting it. And that's what drives it forward. Because if the women aren't taking any bites, the guys are going to have to go through their kind of like dark night of the soul. Some already have. Now they are seekers. Okay. But yes. it's a weird blend right now. It's total like salt. It's like where the brackish water is like the ocean meeting the lake. It's like a weird turbulence of interesting different mixes. You got creatures that shouldn't be there living there, new things happening. <laughs> That's our world though right now. You know Yeah, what I'm it is. So hopefully that sets some of the stage. And like I said, I went through this awakening. This we do, Jasmine and I do work also with people who might have codes that need to be unlocked. And so we do the, a deconditioning process of helping decondition or well, conditioning, basically. So it's what we learned in our life that might not actually be serving us anymore. And sometimes yes, those programming, like that programming was intentionally placed there. And sometimes it was just accumulated from the collective environment. If you're living in a dirty environment, then you're going to absorb it. If you're trying to wash your hands with dirty water, like you can only get to a certain level of cleanliness. Mm, come on so now. We work on that level of conditioning because that's what we do. You know what I'm saying? And so yeah. we help with clearing the conditioning. And then once some of that's cleared, we can actually start working with you. Like we've been starting to work with you also unlocking codes that might be dormant and of the soul, like wisdom you have already learned. So like when I three years ago had my unlocking, I found out information about me that I had no idea about. You know, very much traveling. I mean, I've lived in the desert for years. I've lived in the jungle for years. I mean, I've went through a lot of variety of experiences. I was a raw vegan chef for a decade. We've studied permaculture. We've st I've studied organization design. I've studied just like the full spread. And my instinct was to always understand like what is like if I'm going to put my action forward, I need it to be complete. The problem for most people, and this is. I think a lot of people are going to relate in your in your viewership is that if we take an action and we don't actually have it well placed, it might not do anything. Mm. Right. Let's say you're applying for a job and you applied all these jobs, but you don't know if they're the right ones. Like you're going to hit yeah, I'm apply for a janitor. I'm going to apply for being like a CEO. <laughs> I'm going to apply for being like a stewardess on the airline. I'm going to apply to be the flight control person too. It's like, what is the right action for you to be taking? 
And we mm-hmm. also have been working on, on that. And that's a fundamental piece. The, the reason it's difficult for people right now is because they don't actually understand the landscape. They don't understand actually what's actually going on in the world. It's yes. like they think they do to some level. And that's programming because what you think is actually happening is probably not at all even close to what's actually happening. Oh, yes. That creates a lot of problem because if you actually want to have impact in the world, if you actually, let's say, let's just take any kind of altruistic behavior out of it for a second. If you want to actually be successful in any way, shape or form, and that means personal happiness, that means financial success, that means actually being safe. Okay. You actually have to understand what is happening. Otherwise, you just like um, end up walking through the ghetto accidentally and just like, hey, guys, where's the party at? They eat you up right away. You know what I'm saying? Period. You don't understand yes. what, what's happening. Yeah. So and that's happened to many people. Like, and that's like your angels. The angels come down. They don't they're not used to the yes. light in the dark. They don't know what yes. they know how to navigate it. They're just so used yes. to just blessing out in God's light all day long, which is great. But God's like, you know what? I think a little more evolution for your soul is in, in or you've been basking out in the heavenly beaches for a little too long. Why don't you go mm. and try your hand down in earth for a minute and then we'll see how mm. it is because this is the ghetto. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Surprise, like bitches. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So they, so they come in, they just don't know how to do it. So that's yeah. fine. So we teach, I work with very, very high level people also because when you're playing at a high level game, the risks are just so much higher and, and you really mm-hmm. don't want to lose. And so having somebody like us in your back pocket is quite nice. Yes. Well, I want to get a little bit more into this catalytic moment you had three years ago that really transformed your life. And I don't know how much detail you want to share, but I feel like for folks, they don't understand sometimes it can look really ugly. Like obviously Jasmine shared a very heart-wrenching story about what really woke her up. But we would love to hear what was your wake-up story because I feel like folks out here are going through the trenches, they're in the ghetto, they're getting shot at, and they don't understand that this is part of the initiation. You know, this is how they grow into the gods and goddesses that they are meant to be from that little angelic, you know, little boy or girl to like this ascended master. It takes some of that, you know, treacherous times. And I don't know if that's how it looked for you, but we would love to hear a little bit about how that looked for you. Well, like I said, I really love my story. I think it's so cool. As somebody who grew up just loving superheroes, it found out that I was like, what I know about who I am, it's way beyond anything I ever dreamed of for any of the superheroes, like them all combined. Like, so it was like, what? I didn't even know that this was possible. So, so you, you know that your mind doesn't make this stuff up. It couldn't, like, I couldn't even dream this stuff. It's just, it's just too much. So okay. it's too much. So one of the things that came through when I woke is the mudras, for example. And you've seen my mudras a lot. People are, are not used to the mudras. They don't know much about mudras. So just to start this all off, everything that I do is very vast in nature. It's like you're not going to digest it all in one talk or whatever. So I built my a whole online platform to carry this. And so people that want to learn more about all that, that's where they're going to find more juiciness in there. And actually, I'm just working on another little intro trailer. That's going to be very fun. But to really understand these things is a teaching in itself. Like for me to talk about my story is a teaching unto itself. I want you to understand the vastness of these things. Okay. Okay. Because first of all, for me to talk about myself is wonderful and orgasmic as that is because I love, I mean, who doesn't love being appreciated? I'm like, oh, 
really? Okay. <laughs> Let's get the owls and the martinis out here. You know what I'm saying? Let's have a little yes. story. Time. But it is unfair to a certain degree because most people don't know themselves. So yeah. it's not a fair conversation. And I love to tell that, but I do at some level have to prepare people because my intent with sharing my story is not so much to boost myself up. It's fun to do. It's, it's great. And it's like that, but that's not the ultimate intent. It's actually to prepare your mind for when you go down the road with me, why things are the way they are, because it is very mm. vast and you will see shit that is going to blow your mind. It's going to happen if you just go, if you go far enough down the road. So it is a preemptive effort on my attempt to support your mind and being able to grasp some things about the nature of the world and universe that are, are very vast and very much outside of normal people's mindset. Because like, for example, in ancient India, in the East, these traditions of masters, okay, like coming down and, and embodying and, and acting and doing is so much more familiar. It's not yes. familiar to the Western. Like when I woke, I was like, well, that's it. I'm not going to have another girlfriend from here on out. Like, you know what I'm saying? But Jasmine is kind of from an, a more Eastern lineage and she's super familiar mm -hmm. with that. And, and, and also because of her soul, she works with those realms a lot more. So she's more mm -hmm. familiar. In fact, she's like, man, finally, <laughs> yeah, finally! Yeah. which blew my yeah. mind, you know, blew my mind. But all these are preparatory because when I say things like this, it's not to the first layer to talking even about this type of thing is actually it's we're not trying to put anybody down. Each person's going to have their own special abilities, their own greatness, their own pieces, right? It's probably going to be quite different than my story. Okay, but you're going to have your own story. And to you, that needs to be the most precious and sacred. And I so I kind of lead with the permission of as I teach through both my teachings, but also through my embodiment. So you've been starting to get a little hang of this because the embodiment part is where I'm just acting and doing as as is. And then people learn from being like, oh, I guess that kind of makes sense. Like, I see how you're doing that. Now, why? If I take the time to explain why that now turns into a teaching. Okay. But mm -hmm. the two go together. You can't really have it without both at a certain level. So through my online platform, I've created an environment where people can have more exposure to me in a very convenient way and they can learn and understand all these pieces. So, you know, that's a little bit of backstory on just the awakening part, but the awakening itself happened in a moment. I mean, December, actually I had my birthday in December, well, just very recently. And that's when I got the name Maximus Light. And I was kind of driven into it because what happened is I had been spending the last four or five, six years of my life trying to good things in the world, making it work and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and it yeah, kind I think of we're wasn't all familiar with that. <laughs> yeah, I think so. It, it wasn't coming together. And so I kind mm -hmm. of just like, I found myself living in the jungle and I was, like I said, I've been in the desert for a couple of years before that, but I was living in the jungle for a couple of years and kind of like driven into like, I just want to do what is the best. And I'm at this point ready to go through whatever is necessary to get to that. So yeah. it's kind of like, God, just show me like what's necessary. And I'm going to do that. It, I don't want my life to be a waste. You mm. know, like, 
there's a lot of weird stuff going on. What is it for me to do? Yes. And at that period, I kind of started having this inkling come up. It's so odd because it's like, I was like, well, what, who am I? I need, I was like, I need to find out who I am. I was like, hmm, I yeah. Who am I? It was a weird thought because, well, I am who I am. But at the same time, it was this deeper feeling that was bubbling for it. And that's what drove me through the first stage of kind of going through your classic ego death in the spiritual sense. And, and then I got the, I was like, well, great. I don't have any identity anymore, but maybe I should have one because they're useful here in this humanly realm. <laughs> you know, say so like, mm-hmm. you use those things. They're kind of convenient. It's like a car, you know, you're not going very far without one. Right. And I, so I got the name Maximus Light. And about a month later, I thought that was a big deal, you know what I'm saying, at the time. But the month later is when I went through the next stage, which was the like the big one. That was beyond anything. I've never even heard of anything like this. And in the hmm. process, I started doing all these different mudras. And then I like travel back into the universe. And I go into this very, very sacred place. And I kind of connect back in with my true essence. And I find out that I am a master. Like a level master I've never even heard of. Like, because we use the word master, it's a, kind of a sign of reverence at a certain level that somebody's yeah. achieved something. And if you want to learn yeah. from them, you got to be like, hey, respect. This is far beyond anything I've ever heard of. Not that I've studied a lot of those traditions, but my sense of it at the time was this is something that has a being like myself. It's not ever happened in earth yet. And if it has, it's been very cursory in a long, long time ago, we're talking millions and millions of years ago, mm. if even. So what I found out is I had been incarnating in humanity for about 1800 years. If I told you, I've told you this, these stories, right? Yeah, but not in full. So I'm, I'm grateful for this. Yeah. Well, there's lots of depth, but this is still like intermediary, like early level of depth. But yeah, so I found out that I had been incarnating and the what, what what I was doing was I was studying the ins and outs of humanity. And if I had come in with my full presence and power, like it would have like affected everything. Like it wouldn't I wouldn't have been able to actually see what actually is going on. So it's like as if like a teacher had like dressed up as a student and went into the classroom to see who was actually like doing what. Like, mm-hmm. oh, <laughs> We see who the actual bully is. We see who is actually like the bully could pop up and just be like playing teacher's pet easily. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like what is mm. actually happening? And as a person who is as a soul as, that's dedicated to truth, which is the same as being dedicated to God, I actually have a very deep desire to know truth, right? Yes. So I too. would go in if I'm serving. So the whole point of this whole thing was to serve God. Like God wanted to help humanity move into the next stage of evolution. So basically, I like pop in, see what's going on in 1800 years at my, the age of my soul is really not a, like it's a weekend adventure. It's, it's not a lot of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So pop in, check it out. And then at, after I completed my assessment period, I would then unlock and open up again and then start doing my work for basically another 1800 years. So mm. that has happened and this we're into it about three years in very, very early on in the process, but it's very exciting. And we just like, there's a lot of questions people have. It's just like, well, kinds of cool stuff is happening. You know what I'm saying? The world is 
never been more dramatic than it is now. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> Really hasn't been. And I love that you shared this because I don't know, was your awakening assisted by anything or you just went into meditation? Like what did the actual events look like that surrounded this this awakening? It was with a plant, a very sacred plant medicine that had kind of found mm-hmm. its way to me. It's not one that anybody has ever heard of. I don't like to mm-hmm. promote it. I don't like to share about it. It's okay for the right people at the right time if it happens. But that's what kind of worked as like a key and a lock. Now, something like that is different types of, there's a lot of kind of mystery for some people around plant medicines and even a lot of taboo. Please get into it. In many ways. And Mm -hmm. if you think about how consciousness has been censored and manipulated, that makes sense because consciousness expanding tools are not understood and they're that's where the way they want it. Yes. It's not an accident. Okay. But if, for me, I get into deeper teachings also on that because we do want to be very respectful to people's consciousness. And that's one of the things mm-hmm. that's very important to me. I like to be very respectful. I'm not expecting everybody to be at my level, nor is everybody going to be my student. That's totally just not going to, it's not, that's not here now. What was important is that we're respecting and honoring people. So if we come, like we have had enough respect that we can have a connection and, and have some learning and, and I respect and adore you and you have a similar, your own version towards me. And so we have a great relationship. And so that creates a very great fundamental building block for other things, right? The mm-hmm. foundation of all my work is what I call play, fun, and love. It's I so, love that yeah, motto. Play fun and love, baby. So it's so simple, but it is actually very sacred. So I actually extended the sacred teachings of play fun and love. And that's very important to understand. And again, we started with like a little bit of the business part. People in business, like, first of all, I feel bad for a lot of them because we approach business in a very kind of cavalier way, trying to, you know, make some money, get by in the world. But Truly, business is the providing of service to somebody else, which is also very sacred. Yes. That's not at play somewhere in what you're doing. Then it's not actually in foundation for anything. You won't want to even look at that if you're caught up in illusion, bless your heart. But you won't want to look at that because your foundation will force your hand in in some kind of growth or destruction. Mm -hmm. A lot of people go through it. And it's not like I'm making it up, not trying to be, but literally if you build your house on a very weak foundation, it's like a little wind, it's going to topple, you know, and you might have put a lot of of work into making that house. So it's just so much better to just build on solid ground. And that's going to be what's true. That's what's reality. And that fortunately and unfortunately, it's work, like there's work to it. And you've been very dedicated to it. Like Jasmine, I'd like, so like, wow, Aaron is doing great. We're always so proud of you. We've had some conversations, everybody, that Aaron is like kind of coming a little timid to, but you've always done, you know, you still walk through and that's all we do is one foot in front of the next. And we take, we help you because we know like it doesn't, the whole point is we don't want it to be painful for everybody. Like we want to avoid the pain. Unfortunately, there's always going to be some amount of pain, but we can most certainly mitigate it. We can most certainly Mm -hmm. contain it. We can always like... Put that into the littlest amount as possible. And mm. there's also sequencing. So sequencing is a big deal. 
what happens first, what happens second, what happens third. There's so many layers. It just There's not enough time to get into strategy on these things. That's like something that you learn down the road and, 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 right. and with us, for, for example. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that answers some of your questions there. Absolutely. And I really want you to get a little bit more into the definition of what it means to be a divine masculine, because when we talk with Jasmine, we got into a little bit of the divine feminine energy, kind of what she does in her teaching. And I was hopeful that you would provide sort of the balance to that conversation before hopefully we get the two of you together on an episode. So just really wanted to start diving a little bit more into What does divine masculinity look like for you? How would you define it? And then I would also like to talk about what it could potentially look like in business. Yeah, that's all great. Mm -hmm. I just think with mudas, Aaron's used to it. Not everybody's used to it. This is just (laughs) how I think. So it's a dimensional thing. So let me just think about it. And mudras are just hand signs, hand and arm signs. Minus the just. Yes, there's there. Not just, yeah. (laughs) There are expressions of and working with power and advanced dimensional understandings. You could spend a thousand lifetimes learning half of a mudra, like just the preemptive work for it. They are very Mm -hmm. sacred. But my soul has mastered like them all, which was a big surprise. I was like, I've heard of mudras. I didn't know much about them. But that first two weeks after my awakening, it was funny because I I would talk with people with mudras. I I didn't have like the on and off (laughs) button yet. I didn't know how to navigate it. But that's just a little piece about the plant medicine I wanted to connect in that that I wanted to like I was building into before I forgot was that they're tools, you know, like they're tools. So if you know how to work with it, if you got carpenter who's a master carpenter and you hand him a nice set of power tools, he'll be able to make something awesome with it. You hand him to a yes. child, they'll probably just cut off their arm. Okay. Oh so, no! Yes. That's what we're looking at here. And that's why they they do need to be have a lot of respect. Of course, if you don't feel a call, just don't, don't bother with it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Expanded consciousness is, is present everywhere. And you can dabble in expanding your mind in so many ways, you know, go lay in the ocean for a while, like that'll totally open your mind up a bit, you know, to keep your feet on the ground, do different type of activity, you know, breath work is a lot of people like breath work. So there's a lot of ways to do it. And we have lots of ways that we kind of coach and guide people on for these things. And, you know, but there's obviously some people who have a potentially previous soul wisdom around expanded states of consciousness and different ways of working with consciousness. And so therefore these tools, they gravitate to them and they tend to be very good. And we tend to call them shamans or advanced healers or stuff like that. And that's fine. And sometimes people might feel called one, two or three times in the course of their life to something like that. And and that might be all that they need. Something like alcohol is changing and altering your consciousness. Unfortunately, it's very bad for your body also. So that's where it kind of is like cost benefit kind of gets a little bit wanky in that mm-hmm. one. But yes. you know, people do like cannabis. I'm not a big advocate of cannabis. A lot of people do like it for specific things. I've seen like I have a lot of difficulty having a proper conversation with people that use a lot of can- cannabis because it, I think it does something to the frontal lobes. So, you know, when I talk about this stuff, it's like very specific. It's just not like a, just like a free for all, like you got to know what you're doing. Why you're mm-hmm. doing it is a great part to start with. And yes. you know, it, it, if you're in that area, then stick with the mentor and Jasmine and I are best in the world in it. You're not going to find anybody that's better because 
we approach it with such an inner blended of the feminine and the masculine. And so that brings you to now understanding what is like the masculine. Okay. You like right. that segue? I love it. All right. <laughs> you get there. I don't never doubt it. <laughs> yeah, I do too. And I don't think about it. It's literally a vibrational thing. So I'm just working with vibration and, and then it just, mm-hmm. it's because it's harmonically aligned. It all comes together eventually. But the masculine is like the container. It is the protector of the feminine. And that's why a lot of women have, what does it say? Is that pinch to pull with uh, guys? They have a straw Mm. to pick with them because Mm -hmm. they're walking around like naked, unprotected. Yes. Thank you. Yes. And through a thorny place. It's not like it's like been cultivated. It's one thing for a woman or a goddess to walk around naked with like lush silky sensual <laughs> things all over the place no way it's like cat calling it's like you know like whatever it's like it's just totally like yeah it's all over the place and and everybody yeah. knows that i'm not saying anything yeah. anybody doesn't know like everybody knows that mm-hmm. the question is though what then do we do about it how do we do that and if you really look at our world if the divine masculine if the healthy masculine was actually present there wouldn't be any war. There wouldn't because it would be protected. Like, And so what the conclusion I come to is that, especially through my teachings, how I don't see a lot of the quality that I, the standard that I bring for the healthy divine masculine, I've never seen it around. I knew it from my soul. I understand it from my soul. Okay. So it's not like it's been present. So I'm actually part of, I am bringing forth a new level of that. Interestingly enough, I teach women at first because they're actually in the leadership role and it gives them permission to then identify in the world like, oh, this guy's like kind of like eight tenths of the way there. Oh, he's five, five tenths of the way there. Oh, that guy is like a a one, (laughs) man. So you actually, as a woman, have to actually identify better where other men are at in that spectrum and then also the only way you can do that is to evolve your own inner masculine to that. Right. Right. You can't see something that you are not proficient yet in now. Yeah. That doesn't mean that you're actually doing it all. Like when you get into a Mm -hmm. great relationship, obviously, you know, you're not, I'm not saying you're going to be like, Oh, like doing all the guy stuff. No, it's like the guy is doing the guy stuff, but, but you didn't know what the guy stuff was before. So now, you know, and now you can actually like, let that be present because as a woman, you still have masculine and feminine, right? Guys loves masculine and feminine, right? It's just most souls have a preference of exploring and embodying at either more of a masculine or more of a feminine. Like you're wanting to be more of a feminine, but you're so good at being in the masculine that most guys would feel demasculated by being around you. Because and that was you're my experience. Better, you're better at technical stuff than a lot of the guys. You know, you like show up, you do the work, you like kind of like you're interested in like truth. You want, want to learn. Right. That's what's going to actually drive it all forward. Like if you're not interested in that conversation of truth, there's not a lot to say. It's kind of like I just let it nature handle it because nature is great at recycling and decomposing things. So it doesn't be like a wild animal jump out and eat the weak animal. You know what I'm saying? Like that's cool. Like. It's all set. God already set it up. I don't need to worry about that. Right now, for those who actually want to evolve in the most harmonic, the most beautiful, in the quickest way into paradise on earth and not a fake paradise on earth, 
actual paradise on earth. That is my path. That's what I do. And I'm, again, best in the world. There's nothing else. There's no other level. Okay. It's like, that's it. But that's not putting anybody down because God made many, many souls. And we're all here to do our piece. That's my piece. You're going to have your piece. And so I'm always bringing my students and people back to like, going to come to co-creation. But most people are not at a level where they can co-create. So it's yeah. like disappointing in some ways for me. Like, it's not like I was like, oh, I really want to be a teacher. I mean, at a soul level, like I knew this was all going to happen. Like this is obviously what was going to happen. But it's not like I needed that for my own personal happiness. I didn't need to position myself up above anybody. Like that's, that's not what's happening. At my level, I can actually sit, I could be like, sometimes I'm like, oh man, this guy, he's got like this job. He's just doing something very simple. It's like, I could spend a whole lifetime doing that. Like I look at it, I'm like, it'd be so, I would love to do that. Unfortunately, it's not the time right now. I have other things I need to be doing, or I would be losing in my responsibility that I personally have to God. And that would be big time bad. I will lose some major karma points in that, you know, like God would be like, Max, um, excuse me, buddy. <laughs> We got some problems over here. And then like the fire and the hurricanes would come right at me. And I'd be like, <laughs> okay, like, I don't want that. Not that we have a wrathful God, but we have organization to the world. And we have organization to this reality and to the universe. It's right. people, the way we watch movies, we think that there's so much arbitrariness. Most movies have no God in it because if they did, it would actually change. And a lot of the God ones are very kind of fake. Like they're kind of like, it feels fake. I don't know. I don't think this is like real. Like this doesn't seem mm-hmm. like super deep. So, right. but if you look at a lot of the cosmic Vedic traditions, you know, even their music is like so like vast. It's like wow, mm. like wow, that's the like range vast. of sounds. Yeah, yes. range of sounds and timbres. You know, all this stuff. It's incredible. I mean, if you look at the architecture, even from like some supposed few hundred years ago, the structures and the buildings are kind of like grand. Yeah, the colors even. The marble columns, the gothic cathedrals, like all this stuff. It's like we're at a very low point in the whole Yeah, I better figure that out. It's like we're at like the bottom. (laughs) Yeah. The ants are pitying. They're like, man, we make better houses than you guys. You know what I'm saying? I always say that. If you say that? Because yeah. I was saying, like, if you st- if you step on an ant pile, like, the queen's like, you better get that shit popping. And it's, oh, like, yeah. bit back up within 20 minutes. And you're like, what? Yeah. That's what you're, you're sophisticated. And same with bees. You know, bees make incredible structures. But our houses are yeah. like, this is it. You're like, get a little high wind and everybody's freaking out. You got to, like, pump water in. It's just, like, the electricity is, like. People don't know anything. It's obvious. Right. You know, it's like, don't right. know anything. It's just, just don't know anything. But that's part of the conclusion. It's like, people just don't mm. know how to live. They don't know how to live. So me, like, I do. So I could just sit and just enjoy this, like, simple thing, you know, and I would just enjoy it. I was like, great. So simple. I love it. It's great. But so I teach that to people. You know, it's like, how do you do that? And based on where your soul's at, you'll have a different appetite. Like, very simple might be great. You might need a little bit more complexity based on where your soul's at. You keep like, oh, I got my hand in this pocket and my hand in this pocket. I need to spread mm-hmm. another hand over here, pop it in that other pocket. This girl cannot stop putting her hand in the honey pot. 
<laughs> that's me all day. <laughs> Jasmine's like that. Jasmine's constantly learning. She just like cannot stop. She's like, I'm going to look at her every time. She's got a new audiobook that's going, a new course she's signed up. Mm-hmm. So that's for more advanced souls. That's a sign of a more advanced soul, but not necessarily mm-hmm. all the time. Cause like, if you're a guy, if you're focused in on what you're doing, that's actually very sacred too. Like if you're just committed to your work and doing your thing, that's actually really good. The problem for most guys in that area is that because they don't actually know, they don't have any understanding like what the actual landscape is and they haven't gone through enough of the fire typically is their action is going to be incomplete. They very well could be part of the problem. Mm, yeah. It's like super common. Yeah, it's quite common. But that's not putting down anybody. That's just like if you want to be moving forward and you want to be safe, wealthy, healthy, all those things, you got to build your house. You got to dig out that foundation. My dad was an engineer. Okay, so it's like foundation, pillars, you know, hit the bed- bedrock get it in there and then you can build a skyscraper but you try like i'm build a skyscraper empire mm-hmm. you know that's a swamp okay all right no it's all good it's all good it's gonna be fine blah blah like it's not a good enough you actually just the math has to be done you have to actually mm. it has to be work it's just because you like thought it was going to be and then it's like they're out there putting pillars on the side and just like trying to get up in the wind and then the renters are like freaking out is like that's the current state of the world okay <laughs> it's like yeah it's the current state Very of the world. Great and, analogy. and you can see that is true because most people are just trying to just make ends to meet and they don't have a home and they're renting and it's like they don't have good quality food like all of that should be like that's a masculine level thing baby like that's like container, healthy, everybody's cared for. Okay, that's actual melt masculine. Okay, it's not like trying to be the strongest guy in the room. Okay, like strength is great, but could we add some purpose into the mix? You know what I'm saying? And that's actually what creates the strength. Because again, if we're talking structure, there are so many instances of very, very strong people being taken out by the elegant martial art from a small Mm. person. You need to have intelligence. You need to know what you're doing. You have to have some understanding. And that way starts talking about, I started teaching the formless martial, martial arts, which is a whole nother level. It's always been in pursuit and, and humanity, but that's a whole nother ball game. Yeah. So, yeah. So as you talk about this formless martial art, could we get into a little bit of the business of it? Whether it be from your perspective as, you know, starting Erlandia, uh, your business, or to someone else who may be, you know, working in a job somewhere. What does this formless art look like, especially for the masculine? That's an interesting question. I don't know how much we could actually get into that here. I think it's really appropriate to get too much into all that stuff because we kind of have to prepare people's minds more for that kind of a thing. But there are a lot of things we still obviously can talk about. Let me set the stage for a couple of things here. See, because like you're such an avid learner and we got to be a little bit kind, I think, to your list, your audience, because they're going to be like in teaching you. Right. Let me take a, a moment here because your people here are looking for the inspiration, which is great because you are in the feminine and that is a, a very natural quality for the feminine to take. That's like your muse kind of a quality. So 
the first thing that I want to bring people into an understanding to, and, and this has been true for you also, but it's being comfortable with spaciousness. Okay. Yeah. This is the first thing I think I would bring people into because what I said about the martial arts and all that thing, that's like way super duper advanced, but understanding spaciousness and the nature of form and its relationship to space is fundamental to making any progress in the world at, at any level. Okay. So when we talk about having understanding, we're preceding this with consciousness, right? We're having con conscious awareness, awakeness, but even that doesn't fully capture kind of conscious. Consciousness is everything. There's consciousness everywhere. There's no place that there is not consciousness. Okay. Right. But with that in mind, we have the feminine and the masculine, they reflect back onto each other, right? Like masculine is emanating and the feminine is what is being witnessed, right? So this is this play between structure and kind of expression, right? So the feminine is the expressive part. Masculine is the structured part. So somebody in business, whether you're a man or a woman, Again, we are actually have to understand that the co-creation part is that it's higher order beyond just the two sides, because these two sides are actually part of a whole, right? So we have mass and they're together. They're not separable. Okay. So when I'm teaching, for example, to the masculine or to the feminine, that's why we actually have to do both because you can't actually understand one without the other. So as we're setting a new higher standard of understanding to these things, it will affect structure and expression throughout this world and beyond. Okay. Like, for example, the consciousness of a civilization is, is easily seen. You just look at what's happening around you. Like right now we see all these buildings. We got guys sending penis rockets off into space. Really? <laughs> We can see the consciousness is right there. Like right? Austin Powers. Like the Austin Powers. <laughs> yeah, it's like, okay, guys, we can see what's happening. Okay. But because the larger understanding of the vastness and the profound nature of life, for example, is forgotten. But it could be that that was necessary to forget for some reason. I agree. That's what a lot. So that's where we start moving into the unlocking of the conditioning. Like we actually start understanding that even this low state is with purpose. It's not actually outside. It's together. First of all, you got to understand it's low state, but then you actually understand, oh, there was actually purpose to it. Well, what kind of purpose could be grand enough for this? Well, that's some of the things that we end up getting into because. Yeah. Like I said, life is very profound. It is very vast. And you can spend thousands of lifetimes on one very basic lesson sometimes. So there's just a lot going on here. Now, also the thing that kind of starts opening the mind is that the consciousness of a being affects your form also. So that's a good lesson I like to bring to women. So like, because women is the expressive part, they want to be more beautiful ultimately, because it's then you're appreciated more and then you have more masculine light being shine upon you, right? Mm. So in that process, what happens is this is where the kind of masculine and the feminine working together and co-creation comes together. Because what people don't always know is that the form of the body is it's a it is a creation of both of again, a blend of masculine and feminine qualities, right? 
So as that consciousness behind it evolves, the body itself also evolves. And if we understand that the body is kind of like a spiritual, like profound kind of a technology for the soul to actually experience this reality in this world is really to have a new experience. Like it's, it's an opportunity for the soul to have a new experience, but it's profoundly, it's a divinely and profoundly designed one. It's not like people get so caught up in like, oh my God, my phone is so great. Or I need the new phone or whatever it is, the computer, they think AI, whatever. It's all like, they think it's like so impressive. It's like nothing. It's like garbage. It's literally totally garbage. It's garbage. I'm just saying garbage. Okay. Garbage. Okay. Which you have already, and you have like a nice car, and you're like taking care. Oh, okay. get get the Lambo waxed, you know, get the perfect oil in it, and they're like not taking care of their body. It's like yes. so bizarre, right? It's super bizarre. There's one piece in here I really want to add in here that how you do things affects the outcomes that you have available. And this is something we've gone over a little bit, and I don't want to get too much into it, but I do want to just point out that if you are trying to get health from some method that doesn't have health, it's not like a healthy way of getting it. Of course, that's not going to work. (laughs) Like, of course, it's not going to work. If, if how you're trying to get health is inducing pain and suffering to like other, for example, creatures, you know, it's like the whole, the whole, let's just take like the whole super weird, you know, beauty care industry or, you know, extracting weird stuff from animals or even other people to create health in yourself. It's like, it's not a possibility. It's not going to happen. You can't get it. It's not going to happen. Whatever you have will be very short term. What it is, it's more like a drug because you eat, you mm. take something and then you get high, you get like good for a minute and then you crash and you need more. And so what do you think like a demon is? Like, what do you think that these empty, hungry souls are? They've been trying methods that don't work. They think they're like in so much denial. They think, oh, this works, this works. And they're just not taking in the actual feedback loop. They're not self-reflecting when you're not when you don't self-reflect you can't learn you can't evolve i mean god gave you that as a gift and any soul has that ability yes but you have to actually be moving towards god and then he'll extend blessings so that ultimately the whole thing it's going to come down to like where you sit with god like it just is and it's not that's not a christian it's not a religious statement it's something way the fuck beyond all that and Yes. It's, it's kind of bizarre. I never thought that that it would like in my previous life, I was like, yeah, do good things. I, God wasn't really a big part of the picture. I did believe in God. It was like, this is obviously a good thing. I just, just to be on the safe side, I don't want to get struck by a lightning. I'm going to say, we're there. We're good. <laughs> you know, like, you know, like, yeah. kind of approach. But yeah. when you understand that everything, 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 there's nothing that isn't bent. towards promoting your evolution and towards learning about God that it's, that's a powerful statement. And I'm going to be making more content, more videos. One of the things I'm really excited about in this new video, for example, I'm making is, is high quality, interesting video information that is like fun to watch. Cause how many just, I mean, when we watch movies, like I like movies. Okay. Me but too. it's depressing to watch a movie because those people who are making them are so low vibration. 
that's like they get their orders of what kind of a movie is like able to be made today and they're like okay we got to have like people that are just in dissension and like we can't have anybody actually be happy for more than five seconds in the movie and it's like you cannot right. it's like like there's so clearly an an agenda there that it's it's such, hard to not drama. see it. it's all yeah. drama and they push it as if you want to see that it's like no I'm sorry. It's just, that's not the case. I'm sorry. I love it's, it. It's not, it's hundred percent not the case. No, just no. Thank you. But no, <laughs> thank you. But no, you know, Right. but it is consciousness again. And so, you know, humanity, mankind is on the precipice of a new stage. And at the end of the day, bless their hearts, all those people, many people, they don't have the power, wisdom, or ability to step outside of it. So I really yeah. can't even, I cannot even blame them. I really just cannot. Yeah. So I'm here. I'm here to offer my teachings for people, whatever level is appropriate. And we will just have to see where we vibe at. And it is going to be about moving into a blessed state of happiness and joy mm -hmm. like this world has never seen before. And it's yes. built off of play, fun, and love. What's not to love about Period. that? <laughs> That's a perfect segue to wrap up our podcast for today. How can people find you? And what are some of the services that you actually can offer them? If you can just share that a little bit. Uh, well, just go to my website, MaximusLight.com. And you will you can get connected to all my stuff there. I'm in the middle of a revamp right now of lots of things. I end up building and destroying my all my platforms at least several times a year the last few years. And I do need to rebuild it. So I have some stuff there on my website. Erlandia has been a little bit more of my focus. I've been really building out a lot of the structure there. But you're going to want to, the, the entry way is to get an account in Erlandia, which you'll get to through my website. And then check out, I have a few videos on my YouTube, which you can get to through my website, I think. Then obviously my private work is where that's more, we've been more online with that stuff. It's kind of more word of mouth right now. We haven't gotten into any huge marketing around any of that stuff. We probably never will. It's, more, it's not like a mass produced quantity thing. Like we can only work with a small amount of people. So, yeah. but if that interests you, don't hesitate to reach out. You can reach out to me through my website. And so, or hit up Aaron and be like, Hey, Aaron, yeah. hit up Aaron. Cause so she knows how to get in touch with me. So that would be a great way to do it too. Perfect. Well, Max, this was a very special cast. I feel like I was getting healing, of course, as you were talking. So I just allowed you to take it where you needed to take it. And for all the listeners out there, you already know how to get in touch with me. I'm at themetabusiness.world. Also, my email, Aaron at themetabusiness.world. And I would love for you all to continue to listen to the Metabusiness Millennial. Our upcoming podcasts are going to be just as fulfilling, just as enlightening as this conversation. So thank you so much for being with us. We love you all. Peace. Did you really love this episode of the Metabusiness Millennial podcast? Well, I am honored. And I appreciate you subscribing, leaving a review, and sharing it with your friends. Because your feedback allows us to co-create more enlightened conversations. And if you're interested in growing your soul now, head over to my website, AaronPatton.com, to find all the show notes, links, and free resources to get your energy activated today. In the meantime, stay bright, my friends. Much love and light. Peace.